In today's episode, I wanted to discuss why I picked Tova Barnett and provide some background on who she is. So grab your pen and paper and find a comfortable spot and let's solve this case together. There were more than 97,000 Black women reported missing in 2022, according to the NCIC Missing Person. Black women are just disappearing at an alarming rate, unfortunately. And Tova is another Black girl missing. We can't afford to look the other way and ignore this reality. Tova Barnett has been missing since 2000. That's 24 years. That alone gives me chills. She hasn't been found and no new evidence has been released. After 24 years, I think it's time to bring awareness and justice to Tova. When I met Tova, it was 1997. During my high school year, my mom had enrolled me into this private school because I was acting up in public school. And some of us was there because we could not stay out of trouble, to be honest. We were a very small class, roughly 25 of us. I remember Tova's first day like it was yesterday. She was so quiet and she was an introvert. While I understand that a new school environment can cause anxiety, some people open up and try to become accustomed to their environment, not Tova. She was so true to herself and she was always the quietest one in the group. She rarely talked, but you knew her laugh because it was so unique. The more you got to know her, the more you realized that she was such a sweet and genuine girl. And she was so much fun to hang around. Our school had a very strict code of conduct. And any type of sin, quote unquote, would get you expelled. If the school had discovered that we was involved in any activities outside of Jesus and the Bible, we were suspended for a semester and your parents still had to pay tuition. So for the most part, we just went to class, chapel and Bible study here and there. And that was it. No one talked about their lives outside of school. During the summer of 1997, my cousin and I was calling random houses one night. Prank calling was our definition of fun. And I dialed a number and a guy by the name of John Doe answered. We had became really good friends and John and my cousin also were friends. Well, the summer ended and you wouldn't believe who enrolled into school with us. John Doe enrolled. The guy that I had spent the entire summer talking to had never mentioned he was enrolling in school with me. However, we continued our friendship, even calling each other brothers and sister. When I knew I was doing this podcast to search for Tova, I contacted a few classmates to see if they remembered anything about Tova and her disappearance. And John Doe was one of those people. Upon inquiring about Tova, John informed me that he and Tova dated in high school. I was shocked. I had no idea. John told me that he and Tova's relationship didn't really work out, but they remained friends and had a very genuine love for each other. And after their relationship, Tova had found a girlfriend. Hearing that Tova had a girlfriend was more believable than John and Tova. 
because Tova wasn't the most feminine person. I mean, I suspected it. And in 1999, same-sex relationships were rare. At that moment, I wondered if that was the reason Tova had been transferred to our school. John explained that he met her first girlfriend and that she was very nice. However, her and Tova did not work out. After that relationship, Tova had met someone new. And John informed me that the new girlfriend was very violent with her and towards her. And that she had Tova involved in robberies and other illegal activities. Tova Barnett? I could not believe what I was reading. It's not that I didn't believe him, because why would he lie? Instead, I was shocked. And to tell the truth, I still am. John said to me that the police tried to pin her girlfriend to Tova's disappearance, but it didn't stick. He stated he couldn't remember her name and didn't give me any details about who she was. As I dug into Google a bit more, it was mentioned that Tova was last seen with her girlfriend. In addition, Tova's car was found at the Mall of Louisiana. I believe Tova got in the car with someone that she met up with at the mall. I don't think she ever actually went inside the mall. Tova's disappearance is unclear. It is unclear when she disappeared. And her family took 14 days to report her missing. John's statement that Tova was involved in criminal activity and her family knew makes sense on why it could possibly take so long to report her. For it to take 14 days, she couldn't have lived at home. And I'm also led to believe she wasn't close to her family well enough. Despite the fact that her case has yet to be updated in years, it doesn't appear that the family is pressing the department to do so. There are so many questions and no answers to them. I've contacted her family, but they have yet to respond. And there is no sign of Tova. It is unclear where Tova could be, because according to John Doe, she was back and forth between cities. It is unclear what her activities were, and most importantly, why no one is looking for her. I am determined to find her. I will spend every day looking for her. I started this podcast to find people who care about her just as much as I do. Tova just wasn't my classmate. She was my friend and she meant a lot to me. I would love for you to join and be a part of this journey with me. If anyone knows Tova or has any information about her case, please get in contact with the East Baton Rouge Police Department. You can also email me at foundmissingtv at gmail.com. This concludes another episode of Found Missing. I hope you have enjoyed the conversation. Remember to follow, like, and comment on our Instagram page where all of the information and detail about this case is posted. Thank you so much for your time. Until next time.